Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello you miserable bastards and welcome to the Misery Hunters podcast. My name is Jamie Coburn and joining me is Andrew Christie. Alright. And Sam Smith. Hello there. Sam Smith appears not to be eating his dinner. Is this a, a new tradition? Sam Smith's eight. He's, Sam Smith's eight. He's dinner. Eight. That's how prepared he is for this podcast. Is that why Sam Smith was late? Yeah, aye, it was. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. Absolute cracking game to talk about. I mean, we have we've been oh we've been away for a wee while. You know, there was the winter break, not much to talk about. But now, you know, we're back and. Absolute cracker. I was not at the game. I'm just going by what the guys were telling me, how good a game it you was. You were the lucky one then, Jamie. Mm-hmm. And because there was no stream or anything, I, I didn't even get to see it. Because I, I work in a different country. So. I mean, Sam, you made the 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 point that we, we looked like a team that had just come off the back of double sessions in Spain. Aye. Looked very was, leggy. Aye. We, we looked a wee bit leggy. It kind of reminded me of some of the games that we've seen in the... The League Cup group stages that we've seen the last couple it, of it years. It felt a bit pre-season, didn't it? I think. See, I don't. I don't think people realise how much, even for guys that are professional athletes, see if you're training twice a day for five days in a bounce, takes it out. Yeah, look at that properly. We'll, we'll see the benefits of that for, for Saturday onwards when they're actually playing like more competitive matches. I don't want to dismiss that as like a kind of non-competitive game because it wasn't Queen of the South for largely very, very bad. Uh, I'll get to it at some point later on I just didn't agree with the way Marvin Bartley seen the game going I just don't I don't know where he got any positivity for that because to me they looked rank and didn't didn't have any ideas but I think the scoreline suggests it was tighter than what it actually was I didn't think at any point we looked in any doubt to be honest I I thought it was pretty dominant I don't know if they had a a shot on target they did the whole game Uh, uh, it was a really really comfortable home win on another day, I think you look at the goals back. Uh, Robinson said that the two of them, he said they get the analyst to check them back, and the two of them are onside. The ones that Kilty got, I thought the first one was definitely onside. I remember at the time, 
Uh, it's obviously I'm sitting in W1, so I'm at the opposite end of the stadium. But I looked at it and I kind of thought, well, Kilty's ran for behind the defender. Yeah. And gone to Ayunga's. Obviously, the keeper makes a, a terrific save for Jonah Shot. And Kilty obviously pokes it in. And you're, at that point, you're 1 0 up after 20 minutes in the game. It's probably a different game. You, know, you go back to like their Broth and Forford games and you get that first goal. The floodgates can open a wee bit and you can get another two or three. But at the end of the day, the only thing that mattered was getting through. And we done that by and large, while looking pretty leggy, but never looking in any doubt actually conceding at any point. I guess one of the, the main talking points of the game as well was uh, Quan's debut. What did you think of him? Good player. I thought I was really impressed by him. I think <clears throat> Obviously, he's not played much or any football mm. since coming to Scotland at all, really. Uh, but no, I, th- I think he looked really, really good. He really, really kind of smart player, really intelligent. He kind of knows... When to when to exert himself and when not to. A, um, a giant as well. Uh, he's fucking massive. He's he's <clears> quite. He's got an odd kind of running style as well. Uh he's. He, he, he was. He kind of caught me by surprise when I came in. Uh, I was watching the teams doing the warm up, and I was like, that guy's absolutely fucking massive. Like he's a he's a proper mountain of a guy. And I think there was a couple of times in the game he's got a bit of a nasty streak in him as well. Like he's pretty. Aye, who pretty, was the the wee queen in South number ten? Was that Connolly? Connolly. Was that pretty, a, few, a few squaring up? Pretty moments uh, between the two of them. <laughs> pretty hefty tackles. And, but again, I, I'm I'm all for that. I think that's the way that that's the way that a lot of our midfielders have been over the last couple of years, especially under Robinson, the guys like Gogic and. O'Hara, Bacchus, like none of them are afraid to put it about, even Boyd Munster to a latter extent. Like <clears throat> they're all guys you like putting it about a wee bit, and I think to play another midfield, you've won, got to be really, really fit because sometimes you're playing the two, other times you're playing the three, and you're expected to get up and down the park for the whole game. But I just a a solid debut and I'm looking forward to seeing more of him in the in the league games, to be honest. I I, I think you'll probably thrive off of playing against better opposition, to be honest. He's, he's just one of these players that like no one really would know anything about kind of thing. But right. my uh, window kind of shop's a, a Celtic season ticket holder and he was kind of basically saying that this loan move needed to happen. He needed to play in Scotland just to kind of see. He says that there's a lot, like a lot of Celtic fans are quite enthusiastic about him, but mainly just because Ange was the guy that signed him, paid seven figures, gave him a five-year deal and said um, essentially that he's a project, but... He, you don't get a centre midfield project in a Celtic squad like that's it's kind of it's quite a weird one because the position he plays kind of the the base of the midfield for the defence that's not really a midfielder that Celtic tend to need mm-hmm. not in the league they anyway. need it in Europe in but, Europe uh, certainly uh, aye. so you think he could have been brought here type, for it's not sorry. the type of guy that Celtic should be spending a million quid on for exactly but, yeah like it's, it was a I think you're right it was just a, a bizarre signing from them to be honest I don't know if that I'm guessing the intention is that they're going to sign him. They've signed him for a million quid. They're hoping that he's going to be a bit of a gem, like Hitati was for. The, I mean, thank you, paid just over a million quid for Hitati, and they're hoping he turns into the guy that they can rely on in European games. But see, I don't I'm not talking about Celtic too much. I think some of the reactions to signing for, for our fans were fairly embarrassing as well. These guys, are, oh, I can't get in the Celtic team. I know, uh, you can't get in the Celtic team because he plays the same position as Callum McGregor. Yeah, he can't who get also the best has, team in the who country also, ahead of the best player in the country. Uh, who, Tomoki Iwata, who is also apparently pretty good at football, and has 10 caps for, I think, uh, Japan are in the top 10 in the world. Uh, like, he's t- 10 caps for a team that are in the top 10 in the world, and he can't even get in the team ahead of Callum McGregor. So, 
I don't know. I think he was, I mean, largely he was in the last two squads for Celtic, I think. But it's a good signing. Uh, I, th- I think, I know people don't like it, but I think it's, if that's an avenue that if Rangers and Celtic are going to maybe sign these guys that maybe aren't quite ready to play in the first team for Rangers and Celtic yet, but need the exposure to Scottish football, I think it's a market that it's, it's probably an be quite good. We've taken before, like I mean, not maybe yeah. not with foreigner, uh, foreign players, but like um, I mean, Paul McGowan was is a perfect example who went Graham on to Carey. The, Graham Carey, even like in the Championship or the old First Division when it was Charlie Adam. You know, like we're always uh, going to these players are always going to be a good chance that they're a cut above what we have. I see, uh, to, so there was a guy on a guy in Pine Bovril who put on. They said that loans from Rangers and Celtic never work out and there was a guy who I can't remember I think it actually might have been one of the patrons it was Gad went on uh, and just like listed Aye. every single successful <laughs> player we've had but even guys I'd forgot about that were quite good as well see guys like Scott Cuthbert Scott Cuthbert like, was great how, I'm just like how wrong can you how wrong can you be but I know it's, a, it's maybe an avenue people people don't want to take hand-me-downs for the old firm they're paying them a wing. We are able to. That, that just shows how far ahead they are that they're able to loan out a guy that they paid a million quid for. Because mm-hmm. any other team in the league's paying a million quid for a guy. That's it's their record transfer, no doubt. And we, we <clears> if we're <throat> going to get the benefit of a million pound player for six months, then absolutely. I, I think it's. I think it's a good move for both. And I think going by the comments as well that he's made and player. I think even Kaelin Boyd Munson said that in an interview with the Herald uh, that he's fit in with the squad really well which again just it's not a good thing maybe if he enjoys it here it's you can maybe recommend to his pals that are pretty good he played for a military team and uh, mm, they've still got conscription uh, which we'll know about soon yeah. enough but if you go by the news <laughs> and uh, in Korea I think it was Billy who was explaining to me on Saturday like how the whole thing worked I think like, he was think, in the same uh, military side as O aye if they want to send him on let me take that that's alright <laughs> Just for the podcast name alone. <laughs> <laughs> should we, should we, go, should we get you. back and talk about? Get back and talk about the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there wasn't really. There was the Celtic two ones that get called called offside, but only. I think uh, outside uh, we'll get to the goal. I think probably one of the th- the two things that changed the game for me were when Mandron come on. I thought we looked a bit more likely to do something up front. Uh, again, I said it on Twitter today when a guy said that he needed to said that we should be getting rid of Mandron. Fucking wild statement to make. But uh, I think he, when he comes on, he's, he's probably the, out, of the, out of all the guys that play up front, he's probably the best footballer. He's got a really good touch. He bring, brings others into play really well. His link up's really good. And contrary to popular belief, he isn't he lazy. He just doesn't chase lost causes like mm-hmm. he. He runs about at the right time and he knows when to run because he wouldn't see yeah. if he was lazy. He wouldn't be playing for if Robinson wouldn't be playing him. I think due to Mandron's size, he kinda, he's kind of been hard with this. Kind of throwing himself about, winning headers, Aye. blah, blah, blah. And I realise I'm a, kinda, I'm a boy head away from him saying he's got good feet for a big guy. But he's a, he doesn't get enough credit for the footballer he is. Uh, for having good feet kinda, for a big guy. For having good feet for a big guy. And yeah, change the game. And he came on, I thought it looked really, really impressive. <laughs> Right, so same it's as well, it's a competitive position up there as well. They're not short of bodies. And <clears> obviously today's news we've got one more in. So when he does get his chances, he looks he looks keen. He looks up for it, and a uh, really good performance from him. Same as uh, obviously I think Mandron coming on made a, a difference, but so did uh, so did Jameson. I think 
but uh, not to be too critical of McMenamin, I think uh, I think we're all pretty much in the same boat. I think we all, I think McMenamin had a great start to the season. Yeah. For whatever reason, it's maybe kind of tailed off. I mean, teams started doubling up on him. That's that's how good a start to the season they had. Teams were. I think he's also really suffered from the absence of strain, that, hasn't that, he? That's pretty uh, much it. I think that him and strain linked up so well together, and the fact you know strain's injury was always going to hit us hard, but. Um, when you've maybe not got that sort of player behind you, it's going to affect you some way. Uh, he looked injured. He, he definitely looked as, as if he was nursing, nursing something. He was a wee bit hesitant. He just looked a wee bit, looked a wee bit slower. And listen, he probably needed the minutes, but the last thing that he needs is everybody groaning the second he gets on the ball. It just it never. I mean, if you're wanting a perfect example, how it doesn't help anybody go read the comments of the way that James Scott was getting treated by fans mm-hmm. in the Exeter and just be a wee bit more I think people just need to be a wee bit more mindful well, uh, the Exeter fans are a bit mental there was a um, I watched that away days it's probably like the only sort of football YouTuber I can watch and he went to an Exeter game and like one of the one of the um, players was actually up fighting with one of the fans they were like top half of the table or something and they were, they'd lost 2-0 and um, quite a big dude was just up absolutely fucking screaming in one of the fans' faces and they were just all giving it back. Like, uh, yeah, it just doesn't help anybody. And yeah. we'll, we'll get to it when we talk about James Scott, but yeah. any time McMenamin get the ball on Saturday, folk were just groaning straight away and you're, we're not at that stage yet. Like, we're, no, we're nowhere near it. His price tag doesn't help him with our fans. No. And look, that's got nothing to do with him. No. That's a totally he's, fault, he's right? for football reasons that he wasn't involved. And that, and I just think, like you say, people are doubling up on him. That's testament to how good he is and how good he's been. Like he's getting. I spoke to uh, obviously I done the the open goal thing last week, <clears throat> and uh, like Simon, Derek, and uh, Andy Halliday like stayed behind to, to talk to people for a wee bit after it. And I like how your first name it. terms with Simon and Derek, but not Andy Halliday. But I, <laughs> just <laughs> just in case people didn't people didn't watch it and. Uh, I had said that we just like who I said to Andy, I said, obviously you've played against us this year, like who's who's like who's been our best players and it was like well straight he says I think he said on the actual like, recording yeah, that I think Strain's the best right back in the league outside uh Andy's outside Tavernier. and uh, he was he actually said that he thinks one of the best players in our team is McMenamin. He said he was he said that the boys in uh, the Hearts team were saying he was really, really hard to defend against. He was a really good player and as guys that play football are telling you if teams are doubling managers are pinpointing them and thinking do you know what this guy's doing that well we need to put two guys on him players that are playing against him are saying he said he's saying he's really good really tough to play against just give the guy time I know you think people I think he's what he signed the initial two year we've got the option for a third like he's, he's going to, well, we're going to get rid of him in a hurry he's going to be here for the majority of that you'd think I think and because of his goal scoring record time. and his last club as well that's kind of put a lot of people's expectations really high I well that's it like the start of the season he was playing I thought he was playing incredibly well but he's, he wasn't posting a lot of numbers it was kind of he was a wanky term like kind of second assists and yeah he was in goal involvement moves, so when we've got a fan base that kind of greet new signings with screenshots of their Wikipedia records, that's not going to cut it with our fans. So uh, that, people that watch football and understand football know what an asset McMenamin is to someone and eyes kind of being a bit quieter recently, but it will come back. Like foot, Football's, people go through phases, people go through fits and starts and 
got no no worry about McMenamin at mm -hmm. all. I love how like ninety percent of our podcast now is just slagging our own fan base, and I like how Sam carried that onto the fans forum as well. <laughs> open goal. I quite got, I was quite happy that you got that in there, but like I, it's yeah, now yeah, becoming an absolute pet peeve of mine. Like I actually get visibly like angry if you saw me looking at my phone when I either see a screenshot of a Wikipedia stats or the words hardly per, uh, prolific. I fucking hate it. Like Aye, it's almost up. as if. It's almost as if James Scott isn't actually a striker yeah. and hasn't exclusively played as a striker. But it says attacker on Wikipedia. It says forward. Aye. Some of the best Easy, footballers man. in history, you could put their stats up and they look shit. Like, Speaking about... These people don't like football. They like no. numbers and maths and calculators. It's That's, the same as well. We'll get to it when we talk about the draw. Fuck me. The other, the other, my other pet, my <laughs> thing that really angered me. But I think if we're talking about forwards, I think can I get dragged away for a point? It was uh, when Jameson came on. Jameson looked really good. Uh, it's hard. He doesn't. Jameson's really fast, but I think he's at the point where I don't know if he knows how to use it yet. Because <laughs> a lot of the time he runs into people, but like when he's running it, defenders. I think defenders naturally panic a wee bit because I think fuck me, he's he's quick. He's a He's really fast. He's got a wee bit about him. I think see once he kind of sorts the decision make now, and he knows what to do when he gets into those areas. I think he'll be a really useful player for us going forward. Obviously, signed an extension just before just before Christmas, and I, I, you've seen plenty of times this season. Obviously, get his goal against Tibbs. I think probably his best game that he's had for St Mirren so far was when he started up at Aberdeen. I thought he was brilliant up at Petardry, and he. he not to say he completely changed the direction of the game, but he definitely gave something else for the, the Queen of the South boys to think about when he came on. I thought he had another, another decent performance. And then we, uh, we can talk about the goal, which I will admit I still haven't seen, actually. From a corner. It's yeah. an unscored corner. From, I think, Black, Black and White Army dubbed him Papa G. Is that how we're uh, going to go forward with this? Yeah, no. Needs to, that needs to go, <laughs> I'm afraid. That needs to go. Some header, though. Some ball in for Kiltain. Uh, he's really <clears throat> good, good, good jostling for Gogic as well. You know, that completely shoved the wee boy that he was getting <laughs> marked off at, and then when he put the ball in the net, shoved the wee guy that was on the post into the post as well. So, totally needlessly. Nah, uh, just really, really good header. Uh, yeah, just a lot of power into the right area, but Kelty, and it's something that we don't do enough. We've done it, obviously, Mika scored for a couple of corners at the start of the season. A couple of times in the League Cup, scored a belter ahead against Dundee for, for Boyd Munsey's corner. Mm. And you're just think you're just hoping uh, Gogic's interview after the game is pretty much spot on. So that, like Robinson and O'Carroll are constantly on at them that they need to make set pieces count. And I'm guessing it's uh, going by the comments that Gogic has made. But yeah, it's obviously something that we work on, and we maybe just don't we maybe just don't get it right. And I see a lot of people. Another, I mean, we could easily just go in. I think we'd done a podcast on football and pet peeves before. Uh, I think it was a Patreon. And, uh, I, used, I remember you used a Patreon. I think uh, one of mine was when people say you can't, uh, he's not beating the first man. He's a professional footballer. He can beat the first man. He's just quite clearly been instructed to get it into the front post. And it's just, it's, there were so many of the shouts that and Saturday, and a lot of the time when balls were coming in for. Tanzer and Boyd Munsebergen right in at the back post. Aye, proper deep. But high, um, but that was aye. that's obviously what they've been told to do. That's that's what we're working on during the week. That's what we're getting told to do. And sometimes it come off, sometimes it doesn't. It? But uh, a goal for a set piece is a good thing. And to be honest, the Queen of the South just never before the before the goal never looked like they were going to do anything. After the goal, never looked like they were going to do anything. 
and I found it baffling when I was on the way up the road and Marvin Bartley was saying he was like really proud he said like I think he said before the game he told his players if you go out there and you you know do everything give 100% and you leave everything out in the field then I'll be happy I well, sometimes it didn't even look as if they were trying like they just looked like two did they, teams did they have a shot on target because I know like no, 70 minutes in one. they never no, so the whole game cool not one I, don't know. I think uh, Heming caught Weird a couple team. of crosses or something, but other than Aye. that, it was a pretty easy day for him. Aye, a, a strange team, and you can see why they're, they're struggling in League One. I think they're seventh, eh, so they're all the way down the bottom for a reason. <laughs> Celtic in the next round at home, I guess, which makes it so, so you know we get that money. We give them the three um, stands. So that's that's what we should do. It's just so deflating, yeah. like. I, I get you always see the I do get this argument that oh you know you have to beat them sometimes I'm not I think easy draws at home let them all fight amongst ourselves mm-hmm. and we'll oh absolutely I'd take the like, shot do you remember in, I think it was in the Olympics maybe late 90s there was the the Australian um, speed skater he was he was absolute shit oh and, and everybody ev- fucking fell he was away at the back and everybody fell in a big pile and he just rolls through wins goal because he's the only one there mm-hmm. that's how we win the cup I don't, I don't want to play Celtic, I don't want to play Rangers. I want easy draws. Mm-hmm. So it's absolutely galling when Celtic came out of that hat. <clears throat> it was it was just getting to the point see, when you were down at like the last it was the last six teams and Rangers and Celtic were both still in at that point <laughs> and you were just like, please, of course, please, please. And then it just gets down to the last one because I think the last game before us was Partick and Livy, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I'd even take at this point I'd actually even take Livingston, and then it. You're just at the point after, and you're just like home. Is it? I mean, the only good, the only positive, at least we're at home. Like that's the thing, and in, in the cup, we, we've been known to kind of pull something out the bag. You know, we done it against Rangers in the COVID season, and then we went and get put out by Livingston, which I think was my prediction of what will happen this time. We'll, we'll beat Celtic. <laughs> we'll we'll fluke away, and it will be. I hope it's the more controversial, the better. You know, like a <clears throat> fucking VAR's no worked or something, and there's an offside and. Quan will score the winner because they forgot he can't play yeah. or something like that. <laughs> David Dickinson winks at Stephen Robinson or something like that. <laughs> After the Masonic handshake, you know. Uh, I just, it's just shite, and it just drawn <laughs> drawn Rangers and Celtic. My cup is just shite. It is. Um, and it is annoying because Quan won't play, and is back is back from the. No, uh, it's quite unlikely. unlikely. I can't even win the fight. So if if he does get if they do get the final. I don't think he'd make it back, but you kind of wonder even if they get knocked out. Because they're in the round of 16 now, so even if they get knocked out quarter semis, like, what kind of shape will be when he gets back if he does need that bit of break? And I mean, the last time he was away with Australia, I'm pretty sure he flew back the night before and played a cracker for us, so... Or was that Grieve? I, mean, I can't remember, one of them did. I mean, Grieve, Grieve runs about a lot. He's <laughs> the best <laughs> finisher at the club. <laughs> like, no, I, that, obviously the game... Just, um, so the game's just, on. The game's on February the tenth, the final. So uh, we play Celtic on the eleventh. Uh, ah, so he can win that, then we'll get <laughs> get his twenty four hour flight uh, back straight oh, off no, the sorry. plane. Sorry, the finals on. What am I doing? Listen, fucking don't listen to me. The final is on the tenth. Uh, <laughs> I just, I uh, fingers back crossed. To Glasgow Airport can walk to the stadium. Ideally, we are wanting them to get. So they play in the round of sixteen. On the Sunday the 28th, really, we are wanting whoever they're playing to knock them out. I know that's bad, but I'm wanting back is back for that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
I also think we look at the game that we we get beat off them uh, just after Christmas at Christmas break. Uh, sorry, start of January. Uh, with the best of respects to them, I don't really want to play Celtic with a midfield two of Boyd Munson and Ryan Flynn. Ever uh, again? Aye, Mark uh, was obviously injured that game. He'll be back, but... And it worked yeah. out well when we didn't have O'Hara on the team, didn't it? Aye. You know, he's been needing dropped for ages, though. Aye, it was fucking... It was really good not having him on the team. <laughs> but, uh, aye, shite draw. Because you know what will happen? We'll... Spe- we'll We'll get caught up in the kind of the cup romance. We'll spend a week thinking we're going to do it. Then we'll go one 0 down after a few minutes. Aye, and, and then all your all your wee positive thoughts from before the game. <laughs> to be sure, that, out that out. happened at the last Celtic game, and I was in Italy, and I was like, "Oh, maybe we'll do it this time." And we were on the um, Chiran Underground, and there was still a reception, so I managed to get the stream on my phone. And I was literally, and I swear there was people watching over my shoulder as the first goal went in, and I was like, "Oh, you're fucking kidding me!" I just like closed it, and that was like, "Nah." Because we got that we got them at this stage in the cup last season, didn't we? Yeah, uh, I was also five one game, yeah. which again we played we played very well that night. Yeah, that was right. Right. Taylor gets sent off, didn't he? Sent off for uh, having his hands by his side when the ball <laughs> got fired at him for four yards away, and he gets sent off for it. But. Uh, he was too lazy to move them though, so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, that was sorry. That was the, the thing that I was mentioning earlier. Another thing that really annoys me. See, when you're looking at the cup draw, your my thought straight away is that's a shite draw or that's a good draw. Do you know the last thing I think about? How much money the club are going to get? I absolutely yeah. I don't care. Yeah, Who cares? Who could, we could be getting eight million pounds for this game, and I'd still rather have Bonnie Rig Rose at home and have had three thousand gate. I just don't care about. Or I even apart from, it, apart from anything, like we'll we'll make as much money as we would like a a midweeker against. Who's like, it? That's what Mark said. But actually, was it Mark said that Mark right? says we're going to make less money from this game than we're going to get for the game that's on telly against Ross County. Just and like, again, my point I made earlier: if that's if that's what the first place your brain goes to, you don't you don't enjoy football. You don't like no. football. What are you doing? You might be too old enough. Go buy a fucking minutes. abacus and have a wank. I don't know. Like you don't. <laughs> if you watch football, you want football to happen, and you want the best for your team. And aye, the hardest tag, the hardest game, isn't the best for our team. Like aye, it's, not, like, it's not difficult. Ah, oh, wow, that's a that's a bad draw. We get United at home, but. Tell you, that's it might be a good footballing draw, but it's no good for the coffers. Nah, coffers. none of that. That's it's one of those words you never hear out with the context of football either, is it? It's quite weird. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, anyway, we will be back after this to talk about James Scott and uh, Rain. We took it all, we brought them to our land an endless night, ember hot and icy cold, the rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Keanu Backus, and you're listening to the Misery Hunters podcast. I'm glad they got that button correct. I was just kidding. Thanks, it's been, Keanu. A, it's been a while since I've been on, so it was like. I can't believe we just talked about how much we want them to get chucked out of the, the cup, <laughs> the Asian cup, and we've just played play these buttons. Press his button. So we've got a new a new forward player, attacker, whatever, winger. Can play anywhere along the front three. Could probably Olympic play left. Number nine. Can play left back if we want. James Scott. Good horse rider. <laughs> good picture. Yeah, I really like that. There was a Motherwell fan who put that picture on PB. <clears throat> like just uh, the thing he'd like put up, like bring him home, and then a guy like replied back to him and said to take it that's Robbo in the background dying him up for some mum I completely <laughs> forgot that Robinson is actually in the background of the picture I, I shared that on our Twitter account today and didn't <laughs> even notice that now I'm just going to go have a wee look yeah you can see him peeking in but a good signing it's uh, a guy we obviously we've tried to get him in a couple of times before once under Robinson Goodwin obviously tried to get him in before he went to Hibs and mm. I think if you don't people kind of Going on and like, oh, he's only scored X amount of goals and X amount of games. He's he's twenty three. Like he's not the finished article yet. And he, teams like cut it. <clears throat> I know people going about oh, like how how must have just been throwing money about. Like teams like how don't really spend nowadays. Don't spend a lot of money on players, and they've obviously seen fit at one point to pay one and a half million quid for them. And especially not up here where they know they can kind of lowball mm-hmm. us. So. Uh, it's a lot of money. Like that's mm, that's a definitely. lot of money to pay. So they've paid for potential. Obviously, when it down to Hurley, had a kind of fairly nasty injury, he was out for a long time, and for whatever reason, stuff's just not kicked on from. But one thing that every manager he's worked under says the same thing: says he's a tremendous talent. Says that there's definitely something there if he can, if somebody can unlock it. And it's probably who knows. It might be another scenario like Curtis Main, but he needs he, Robinson's the one that can get the best out of him I think another one they'd maybe compare it to see a guy like Lauren Shankland yeah. never clicked for Lauren Shankland until he was getting released off Aberdeen and couldn't get a contract anywhere and only ended up at Air United because he chanced it and asked Ian, Ian McCall if he could come in and train so like things things happen stuff kind of things happen for a reason things will fall into place and you never know this might be the club where he finally kicks on and has a or he'll go to it. He's here for two and a half years, mm-hmm. so I think it's good business for, for us. And I think for him coming into um, coming into work again with a manager that he trusts, I think we'll see us get the best out of him. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about this one to be honest. I think uh, a lot of folk are kind of using his time at Hibs as a still got four warning, goals. but yeah, and three of them in one game. Pretty dog shit Hibs team, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Aye. Don't know if there was any standouts <clears throat> that year, and. Um, Aye, there's that kind of, it's like, it's becoming a cliche at this point where, oh, you know, Robinson will be the man to get get a game out of him, but he's got a track record of doing just mm-hmm. that. Like, Curtis Main, I mean, Tony Watt even to an extent, although he didn't really get a lot of time, but he's got a track record of of, um, of getting the best out of these players. And Sam, you made the, the point in, in our group chat, uh, 
Demond O'Carroll would have been his youth coach at Motherwell as well. So he's got that Aye. relationship with the coaching team and where they need to just an arm around the shoulder and the talent's there. So there's no question of that at all. And um, look, if he comes and sticks a joint out, so be it. But I, think just, I don't see the negative. Why the negativity is getting piled on? I think at this stage because uh, it's, I think the fact that we've we've, we've, we've even gotten for another two years after that like pre-contract signed up that's like you know a statement of intent like he's going to be here now let's get behind him like i don't get why it's such a strange thing that like so many so many of our fans love shit strikers when they leave us and then when we try and sign anybody that's half decent they say he's shit and they think we should have kept danny mullen or fucking even alex grieve or cody cook best finisher at the club (laughs) <laughs> just you know that it's 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 nuts and that's i think that's why i hate so much about people screenshotting like wikipedia stats and then saying oh hardly prolific uh, prolific like what w- would you want us to do like we, uh, we can't afford prolific strikers that's not how that also works. first of all it's so very rarely even correct mm-hmm. never mind the fact that that's not and that's not a good way of judging a player at all. It's not even correct because mm-hmm. it's fucking Wikipedia. It was the same. It was the same thing when like Nemanja signed. Like people always, oh, no, he's barely played a game. All you had to do was go into like not Wikipedia, go on yeah. the Israeli FA, and it's telling you he scored all these. He's like one of 15, the one of the most goals a season. Highly tipped youngsters coming out of Israel, but because he's not got a marketing team updating his Wikipedia. Not good enough for us, but now, but now that he's not getting played, he's one of the best players in the, the club. Ex- that's exactly uh, it's, right, yeah. it's the opinions and uh, from our fans are uh, absolutely mental. It's something that Billy Billy's called it the Eduardo effect before. He says, like, the longer you're out and the longer you're injured, you're not playing, the better you get. Do you remember that when Eduardo was out at Arsenal? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he's got to be world class when he comes back, and I think he kicked his ass ever again. But like, it was, same, it was the same with like Curtis Main, like. Everybody, nearly absolutely everybody wanted Curtis Main to sign a new contract with us. He didn't, he went to India, it didn't work out, and then there was rumours that he was coming back. And then all of a sudden people were like, shit, don't need him. And you're like, wait, 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 hold on a minute. That's, that's so far from the truth. It's like, if, if a player doesn't want to play for us or we don't want them to play for us, he's amazing. But if we want him to play, for, all of a sudden he's ah, it's just so frustrating. So frustrating. But, James Scott, welcome along. Hope you're listening. I, I, I feel that that'll be a Good bit of business for us and Tim as well. I think so too. I think so. Yeah, mutually beneficial. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So we have Rangers on Saturday. We James Scott Hattrick. James Scott Hattrick. I hope they're all, like, see, I totally forgot about that goal uh, from Motherwell against Celtic that he was involved in. Oh, uh, and it was and, Andy Ballandorman yeah. shared it on Twitter the day. And the I actually really afterwards was hope. quality, wasn't it? So, some some of that. It's gone. Like, Aye. I've never. It's one of the first. It, it really happens. But Christopher Iyer was that angry that yeah. when Avi scored, he actually sprints yes. after him. And I'm like, I actually forgot like all of that happened. Like the whole, like I think it was like Tierney and Boyata proper having a go at James Scott and Tate. Yeah, and near, near, near like, like if the ref wasn't there, he'd have taken the head off Scott. Like <laughs> oh. was that was that also was that would that be Scott's debut? Yeah, it was. I. Because I remember so, yeah, the whole he's a, thing. Yeah, an eighteen-year-old kid. That's brilliant. More of that. I think if you go back on, uh, I remember at the time when it happened. Robinson did an interview after the game, and he was like, "Listen, he's he's like eighteen. It was his debut. Like he's just quite clearly got so far ahead of himself." But it was like also, it doesn't. Does it also like no one told like Celtic they were going to get the ball back? Mm-hmm. Like 
that was that's funny though. That was a proper head scorn. Like, yeah. yeah, good laugh. And you can definitely tell that Robinson loved it when he did it. Oh, more of that on Saturday, please. Oh, that'd be brilliant, man. That would be that would be absolutely brilliant. I mean, again, but, it's, it's this uh, this kind of false sense of optimism we go into every time we fun. But Sima obviously injured in the after three months. I think even being down to ten men at the end of last year. Seema was the only real difference between the two teams. Aye. Uh, they've obviously made a couple of signings since. They've got that, oh, the young boy from Wolves, whose name is Silva, yeah. I don't know if we'll see him. But I like you say, it's at home and we're strong at home and it can happen. You've got Quan in the middle as well, who'll like, there'll be clearly, he'll know that there's Celtic eyes on him and this is his best time to show what he can do. Aye. Aye. Like, this is his, Aye. He, play, he plays really well here. In this game, and that's clearly you're you're, you're up up the pecking order slightly more. Yeah, you're a hero. You get one over in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cyril is playing up front, so that's <laughs> there's a fucking there's your bonus ball there, like <laughs> a guy who unless perhaps, Rangers sign Shankland in the next couple of days, but it's like there's any chance of that happening. Like they're going to need to play Cyril Dossers, who is a who absolutely loves missing chances. <laughs> Nah, it's nothing to fear. I think uh, there's every chance we go into that game and get something, but everybody needs to be buying at it. Now, uh, be optimistic, actually. I would say it's going to be 2-1 to St Mirren. I'm going to say 1-0 St Mirren. I think a 1-0 as well. Mm-hmm. None of us actually think that. No, no, no. I think it's going to be about 5-2. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> it's myself and Mark are in commentary, and I think over the course of my commentary career, we've gotten aggregate score of about 21 now against strangers you need to fuck the, the other Jimmy. way so I'll never trust it nah <laughs> me and Jamie should uh, should have done the Rangers game at home we've got a oh, yeah. strong Rangers record of one game uh, one game together against Rangers one draw which was, uh, was great fantastic. Fun, although uh, we did Rangers at, at home we should say because we did do the one at Ibrox and that but me and you I, I, me and you actually must have a fairly good record together well, I think we do because we've done the first one which was the Hibs game which I think was one each. Yeah. Um, we'd done the Rangers one where What a Beautiful Man came out. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how you totally blew your load. From that. <laughs> but they get shared all over Twitter as well by Celtic accounts. I, t- no, I, I don't think we actually done it together again up until we done it at Ibrox. Yeah. Uh, we need to make sure that we're on one of the next games maybe, together. Then. Maybe a... Uh, a listener with more skill and time than us can get a spreadsheet together and see who the most successful commentary, commentary team is. is. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... can tell you who it absolutely fucking isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ro- Ross has done. Ross got the. Ross has done a draw at Celtic Park. Yeah, he done the one. Uh, I bet a it was draw the... at St Johnston. But it was Not... the last minute goal against us, wasn't it? Aye. Uh, so I think him, him and I are in the same amount of points and uh, <laughs> I mean <laughs> me, me and Mark have had a few that was the one where great time and Jamie and the one I called the Celtic fans terrorists um, I've not seen his win away from home doing commentary no we we done um, Easter Road where it was 4-0 and we were just saying Tina Turner songs at the end um, yeah my, my away record has not been great I think that's only I've only done Ibrox in Easter Road. Yeah, uh, everyone's away only... record hasn't been great because ever away record hasn't been great. <laughs> well, my only win came at uh, Fur Park. 
I'm on about so. Fuck me. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, right, it'll change Saturday, though. Aye. Aye. If need be, I'll go on the pitch and change it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect Sunday. <laughs> Hey, fingers crossed. Um I think we'll call it at that. Um thanks for listening. Um misgehunters.co.uk. We've got t shirts and that. Andrew's got his blog back. He's he's blogging. I I started a new week in a five best things of the week, which is really good fun to write, actually. Just a nice wee short form thing to start of the week. So that's gonna go up Mondays, I think, nice. from now on, but Aye, check it out. You can check Sam out on the Open Goal Forum uh, or Fans Forum uh, on YouTube. I have very it's good a, appearance. I uh-huh. really enjoyed that. It was a really good, um, good. Work. I mean, I haven't finished it yet, but I've got like twenty minutes left. But I, I did enjoy it, and there's actually quite a lot of sensible other fans on. Even the, yeah. they're all uh, they're all good guys on it. The Rangers fans seem quite sensible, and I like the point they were making. Where basically it's weird how Celtic and Rangers will spend millions on pounds on foreign players, but not put any money into the Scottish game. No, that's no. Uh, it just annoys me. That. And when you've got Andy Halliday and Derek Ferguson sitting talking about that, and Cy Ferry, you know, <laughs> right? It's when you know you fucked up. Right. <laughs> I did enjoy that. So I take it Halliday had signed for Mother at that point. Hey, and be an so, sort of thing. Yeah, because uh, the kind of there was also a great moment to. when the Hearts fan was talking about like, like, oh, if you know. If uh, it wasn't for Shankland, we'd be in relegation spot with the rest of our players that we've got, and you're thinking that one of them's sitting right there. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was so obvious he had left at that point because there was so many times, like at the start when he was talking, there was like, obviously Hearts have done really well at that, and I'm like, just say we, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think I uh, that I think he had obviously he had obviously I think he signed that day, and then it got announced the next day. But I, I, I enjoy them; they're good fun. Yeah, so I check that out. We also have a, a weekly blog on BBC that's mostly done by Mark, but sometimes we all kind of jump on every now and then. But I think Mark done the latest one. So you can check that out. It's all on our link tree kind of thing. Um, and uh, Misery Hunters, no, patreon.com forward slash Misery Hunters, £3 a month, get you extra shows. This one we're going to be talking about the best uh, 11 for the first half of the season, um, picking two players from each. Uh, last month's prize was a half season ticket uh, Greg Hamilton won that and donated it to the help of Buddy uh, this month's Patreon prize is even better it is a case of the Saints are coming lager you know that was a se- once described by someone on Facebook as Paisley's Prime because of how much it uh, sold out <laughs> and it's uh, and it's a lovely drop I know n- neither of you have drank it yet so just, just smug faces on you. I mean, very, very you like Jenny, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. So just it's from the same brains. So there you go. And stop uh, making us feel bad. <laughs> and uh, as always, you know, fuck Alex Ray. Fuck Tom Commentator. Fuck Philippe Clement. Oh, also fuck him there. Actually, fuck Lee Mayer. Fuck Mayer. Well, oh, yeah. oh, that's that's a given. Goodbye. Cunt. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.